You're listening to The Secrets of Once Upon a Time, episode number 77. You do know me. I pick flowers. I talk to birds. I do all kinds of warm, fuzzy things. You know what else? I kill. Yeah, that's right. Snow White's a murderer. <laughs> I killed the evil queen's mommy. And I said I was sorry. And I didn't mean it. That's horrible. Still want to hold hands, sing zippity-doo-dah? Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of The Secrets of Once Upon a Time. We are approaching the end of the first half of this season, of this fourth season of of Once Upon a Time. And today we will be discussing episode 11 of this fourth season, Shattered Sight. Joining me today, Shelley, Inga, and Deborah. So, good good day. And uh, before we head into our analysis and our discussion about this episode, let's listen back to the promo for this show. Sunday, a curse brings out the no good, dirty, rotten, and everyone. They're their worst selves. Even the sweets Snow White is taking evil. I want to watch you bleed. To another level. Just one episode remains until the winter finale. All right, Sunday. it is time to uh, bring out the no good, dirty, rotten <laughs> comments on this episode, if there are any. Um, what did you all think of this episode? Deborah, do you want to start? Oh, I guess I could start. Um, you know, I, I kind of was uh, uncharitable last week with the episode, so I have to say that I'm still kind of uncharitable. Um, I'll give it a seven. Okay. I wasn't, I mean, I did like, uh, I think everybody enjoyed seeing people being their worst selves that's kind of a a secret joy that we all have like oh good (laughs) so i and i did enjoy the um i think my favorite scene was um when captain hook slipped on the marbles i hate to say that but that was my favorite scene um it was very home alone-ish yeah you're 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 easy to please (laughs) yeah i think that's hook calling you (laughs) yes it is Inga, what did you think of this episode? I love this episode. I would give it a nine out of ten. Oh, good. And what was yeah. what was it that you liked so much? Was it the oh, dirty, I liked, rotten I liked, stuff? Um, <laughs> se- several scenes. For example, the evil queen um, wakes up and then she tries to undo the spell she put up herself, but she can't. Uh-huh. And then uh, for, she has kind of a memory loss, so she doesn't remember she put it up on herself. And then she's blaming uh, the savior, mm-hmm. Swan. And uh, and then she lo- looks in the mirror. What am I wearing? And then later on, when she's um, uh, freed by Emma, uh, she says just the same uh, after the curse breaks. What what am I wearing? And then they all laugh. And I also love the the remark by Snow White when Elsa is trying to encourage her to yeah remember her good self. So uh, what, what did she say? I I, I feed bluebirds uh, and I all kinds of nice do- things. And I also you know what I also do? I kill. Do you want to say sing dippity duta uh, still or something like that? She said, and I was yeah. kind of laughing out loud when she did. She said that. So. What about you, Shelley? I loved it. Ten. Ten. And I had so much fun watching this episode. <laughs> the writers had fun writing this episode. It all came clear. They they made pretty tidy little ribbon bows on on a lot of the little story plots. They connected everything for us. It was like putting the last five or six puzzle pieces and and then starting a new puzzle with the whole gold story over it. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. What's he going to do? I loved it. I, I have to agree as well. I loved it as well, uh, especially the banter, uh, the negative banter back and forth. I think they had a field day just writing, coming up with all these... Uh, no, these were these remarks and quips, and it was funny because you know it's not going to last, and so it's 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 kind of I I indulged in all the negativity, <laughs> and um, I also thought there were some some good scenes in in uh, in the episode. I was a bit surprised that they kind of wrapped it wrapped it up in this episode. I, I totally was was waiting for this to become this huge conflict and then it would t- take the season's finale to, uh, to to clear things up but it seems to me that you know most things have been resolved and let's go to the to the um, Dalmatians now there was a, did, think- did you notice a hint to the to the Dalmatians with the uh, the the claw Yes. The dog that they take out of the of the machine. I thought it yeah. was a nice, yeah. a nice sign of things to come. 
I think I was really worried when we brought when we did the podcast last week that they would say things that they couldn't get past or that it would affect the characters in a uh-huh. in a more dramatic way. And I was so delightfully pleased to see that it was they didn't even have to try too hard the the one-liners were were you know zips and zingers that weren't big revelations they were like we said before they were just those things that you kind of don't bring up you just mm-hmm. bury and, and you ignore because you love the other person and they're compensated by a lot of by, by a lot of good things and i think that was kind of the general <laughs> theme of of the episode was that uh you know people do hurt each other they do they, they they do make mistakes but as long as there are other memories that compensate for that then you know what love conquers all and uh, and that, of course, was the the, the big um, surprise in this episode. Was what the those two you know marbles, the 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 purple marbles, uh, containing all those positive memories that she kept in store, literally frozen. And there, that was there were remembrals. That's a Harry Potter reference. Oh yeah, gosh! Oh, yeah, talking I, about I Harry Potter those, references. Uh, troll stones. The, the troll stones. So are they called like There's that? Troll of- stones. I don't know. She, when uh, remember when Belle went to meet Papa Troll or Grandpa mm-hmm. and and he took the he had the memory and he said, "Here's oh, the rock." Of course, and he, yes. He said, "Like you got to brew it in tea and take it like this." But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was very surprised by all the Harry Potter references and, and jokes. Almost had to double check if if Disney hadn't just purchased uh, the the J.K. Rowling saga. <laughs> but no. <laughs> It's not I yet. Really need not to yet. Start watching Harry Potter then because I missed them all. I think. I think. Yeah, you've never seen the movies, right? Or read the books. Now I have to hide. Oh I my think. gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and the, I don't think the movie was out at the time because wasn't it like '98 or '99 when uh, the, all the flashbacks with Emma took place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the books would have just come out. The books were really popular. Was I it, think the first that book, long wasn't it? ago? Is that long ago? Oh my gosh! I'm old. Mm-hmm. I, I almost thought they were making a mistake. Um, let me see. Wikipedia, Harry Potter. Um, well, Sorcerer's Stone came out in 97. Oh, and really? Chamber of Secrets came out in 98. <gasps> no way. And Prisoner of Azkaban came out in 99. So, the books. Wow. So, actually, they did make a mistake, right? Because the, the, isn't the flashback from the 80s? 2001, I think. No, it I couldn't mean, have been the 80s. They, she arrived in 82. She arrived in and 82. So if, and then she were about 14 years oh, old, but, oh, 13, course, 14 Emma, years yeah, old. Emma wasn't born be, yet at the time. I, I want to say they said 99. I didn't write it mm-hmm. down. I should have. But no, I, I want to say sh- it was 99, 98 or 99. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought I saw, I saw uh, uh, in the beginning, I saw Boston 2001 or something like that. Was it 2001? So then we'd have yeah. been up to book four, Goblet of Fire. And that's when, I mean, Harry Potter was no, really no, 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 big. No, 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 Hold then. on, hold on. No, she returns. To, she, she is in the first scene we see in Boston. That's in the 80s because you have the, the, the guys with the hair, you know, the punk hair. That's in the mm-hmm. 80s. And then she, she realizes that, that Emma hasn't been born yet. She goes to see the um, the, uh, oh. the psychic. Yes. Which That's was a, a, a fantastic difference. scene, by the way. <laughs> you totally, you know, you know the moment she walks in that she's going to be uh, basically uh, deceived <laughs> by the question. Oh, but I know. And her name is Suzanne. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that it, did you not get the Disney reference for that? No. What was the Disney oh, reference? Okay, well, it's it's it looked like Madame Lolita from um, the Haunted Mansion, with the crystal really? ball and the hair. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I totally missed that. See, that's why you are on this show. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Fantastic. So, but I've I've been in the Haunted Mansion, but I don't even remember that. The one in I, yeah, the one in um, France is it doesn't make such a big deal out of her as the one in Orlando. Well. But I've been in Orlando too. Um, actually, right. more more recent than than I was in Paris. Um, and but uh, you know what? I think they actually uh, skipped most of the the program and the the because when you when you're waiting in line, that's when you get the story, right? Well, no, you, actually, she's in the she's in the ride. She's not in in California. She's in the queue line, but in. Um, and not that this has anything to do with the show, uh-huh. but in Florida, and I believe, if I can remember correctly, in, in um, Paris, uh-huh. she is part of the ride. It, oh, okay. um, basically, she appears in two places. Um, she maybe three. Um, 
there's the seance scene where you see the crystal the ball with her head in it uh-huh. in Florida. And then, then there's also, she is the little miniature bride that says, hurry back. We're dying to meet wow. you. So, yeah, you really have to be a Disney nut to kind of remember that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, now I yeah. have to go back because I really don't remember <laughs> at all. I just remember being in that circular room and then all the, we all we go down, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like the walls uh, start getting longer. And then I don't even remember the ride. Is it in a, in a are you in a carriage or something or in a. Yes, you're in a, you're in a doom buggy. You're in a carriage. Yeah, like uh... a. Uh, you know chilled. what? I'm confusing this with the other the 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 thing in Paris with the the big tower. The tower is it the Tower of Terror? Terror, terror. Yeah, that's different. And too. They too have that kind of gothic like situation, yeah. and I'm I'm mixing up the two. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, back, back to talk about Once Upon a Time. <laughs> back to Once Upon a Time. But you know what? I think that's genius that they actually reference that because that's not really a fairy tale, but it is Disney property. Oh yeah. And yeah, you really do have to be a Disney fan to kind of think that. Yeah. Now, do we have we heard anything about how she spends all that time waiting for for Emma? I don't think so. Right? They don't fill that in. So all of a sudden, she's a foster mom, and um, well, she she has a home and 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 two kids apparently. Emma and what was the name of the the boy? Kevin. 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 Now, where where did Kevin come from? Is that just a random character? Have we seen him before? He was a he character. Been a, you know what? He's it's kind of home alone-ish too for that for whatever reason. Uh-huh. If you think about it, he, he looked like the older brother in Home Alone that was always taunting him and but he you know, he had a spider. Oh. Uh, so. Oh, you think that I think it was, I mean Kevin was the name of the little boy who was home alone. Right. right. And he was afraid but of the spider. Of, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. And actually there is a scene, right, with a spider? Um, no, no, she, which, which in Home Alone or in Once Upon a Time? No, in, in Home Alone. Yes. So, yeah, the spider is a, is a pretty minor character, but he's in there. <laughs> Too yeah. funny. So they did that on purpose, the whole Home Alone uh, reference. You know I, what? I, and it's I, fitting because it, so. isn't that one of the, the big um, holiday movies anyway? So like yep. People rewatch, yes. rewatch the, the, the movie time and again. But again, it's not Disney property, but they just must want to do these these. You know, inside jokes for, you know, pop culture. Too funny. Um, let's see what else happens in this story. Let's go, let's go back to the beginning. Um, so we see the, um, the, 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 the 80s. And then we, we get to Emma um, as a 14-year-old girl. She wants to w- walk away. What did you all think of the, of the way that was portrayed? I'm still, I'm still uh, uh, very impressed by the... The actress that that they found to to play younger Emma, because I really feel that she 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 resembles the older Emma. I totally bought it that she that there was Emma. Yeah. Totally. And also, um, yeah, that's totally what what you expect uh, um, foster parent kids to do. The first night, they are in a new house uh, and they've put been put there. I think she has been put there after her um, encounter with how it's called Lilith. So she uh, she was picked up by oh, the by course. the services, yes, yes. and then she had to be taken into a new house, a new new home, and I think that's where she where she ends up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and well, so of course she wants to run away again because she had been running away running away before. And then how Ingrid is like, oh yeah, um, I'm totally expecting this. By the way, Kevin is afraid of spiders. Blah blah blah. Do you want hot chocolate? I was like, oh, that that would be my perfect foster mom. So I think they really had a good relationship. <laughs> well, that's that. what they were trying to build up, right? That there had been very positive moments between the two. Um, I love I love the way that she told Kev Emma about the spiders and how she empathized with her. And yes, it would. I can see where it'd be very difficult. Living in a house with Kevin, who's you know deathly afraid of spiders, even the fake, like the ones, the fake ones. <laughs> it was beautiful, and you could kind of see Emma instantly bonding with her there. Yeah, uh, and I thought it was interesting that her name was Ingrid, even in Boston, mm-hmm. uh, in in '99. It was '99, but her name uh, when she came to Storybrooke, she used the name Sarah Fisher. But they never really referred back to it. I don't know if they forgot about that or just it was too confusing to have double names or it was just a passing reference. Yeah, I guess it's too confusing 
for you know especially towards the end of a season you you get more viewers to these episodes so you can, you can't really refer too much to previous episodes cuz the show needs to kind of build up um the finale audience so i guess it's just simplifying things and i really like the way that throughout this whole Emma, the, the Emma memory that she took from her, has she really, they, they clearly kind of developed a family relationship and she wanted to adopt her and everything was, you know, really looking up. Emma looked so hopeful. And then for her to, to pull that trick, you know, of, of shoving her out in front of a car and going, stop it, Emma, stop it. And like, okay, she's totally lost. <laughs> yeah. And that, of course, if if that ever gets to the proper authorities, that will, would be reason enough to kind of not go forward with the deal. <laughs> I really like that that little nugget because it really explains why, uh, when we go back to the first season, mm-hmm. why Emma is so resistant against Henry about the magic and it's all real. and Because that's, uh, of course, what Ingrid also said. Hmm. And that's why she didn't want to believe because of her kind of rather traumatic experience of being pu- uh, shoved in front of a car. Just use your magic to stop it. I mean, that's a good, that's an interesting point. However... Emma doesn't really remember all those scenes, right? Uh, I mean, I think when I when she I... remembered it up until Ingrid took the memory from her. Exactly. We don't know where in the first season Ingrid actually. Oh, okay. Allegedly took that memory from her. Mm-hmm. But but she oh, says it's true. to her, yeah, you know, you're right. What because... Henry says is real. Henry Henry's right. You know, no, all of this is real. Yeah, you're right because we see the the encounter. We get a flashback of that first time that the two of them meet in Storybrooke, and Emma is is completely shocked that Ingrid is there too. So you're right. This might indeed explain why Emma was always so resistant towards uh, magic and stories. Well, she'd about been magic. there long enough to know that Henry really likes the place. She had um, yeah. She had been there. Uh, uh, it was before Graham. Because she said, I'm going to call Sheriff Graham. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, just, that, I love way, the way that that's the memory that she returns to her at the end. Yeah. And and it was just, I, I love the, I know some people might think that they rushed it, the ending and the and the change of heart and everything, but I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. I was wondering why Ingrid, when we see her in the 80s, isn't able to use her magic. Is it because Boston is like magic there's, free? There's, or there's no some... magic in, in it's this It's a world place. without magic. Yeah. Oh, of course. So that w- that made me confused because she uses this magic from the um, uh, rock trolls to uh, to take the memory. It was like, wait, what? Now suddenly she can use magic? No, How no, does no. it work? But she, she wasn't she part does, of the curse. In she does that in, in Storybrook, yes. But there was no magic in Storybrook. Before well, but Emma's arrival had the started world. the clock, and there was yeah. no magic, but she wasn't part of the curse. So she, when she came in, once Emma restarted the magic, once Emma came back and restarted the clock mm-hmm. and set everything into motion, her magic, remember everything started breaking through. We had the, the cave-in and that still small voice where you know, they went down into, what didn't we say it was Snow's glass coffin? Um, the vault reappeared. Uh, we We know that Regina had the memories, and I, we thought that Regina had the magic. She just didn't need to use it, didn't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we questioned whether or not Gold was aware, and I think we came up with, yes, he was aware, especially the minute Emma walked into town. So Emma being there, uh, she, she came in from the outside. She came in with the scroll from The Apprentice. So for whatever reason, that allowed her to use her magic. Mm-hmm. Um. I, w- I was wondering about Ingrid and uh, her whole plan. You know, Endgame is like taking these memories and and s- keeping them in storage, and then revealing these me- or giving these memories back at the very last moment in order to seal the bond with her two new kind of replacement sisters. Could she have could she have chosen another way to do this? I mean, uh, did she did she have a choice at one point? She gave them a gift. She didn't have to give it to them. She she was already sacrificing herself, and she gave it back to them as a gift to remember her by, so that they would have the happy memories. Hmm. Okay. So that was basically already um, <laughs> when everything was already lost for her. Her plan didn't work. 
Right. Okay. Well, actually, her she got what she wanted. She got uh-huh. her happy ending. Emma, Emma was the savior. Uh-huh. Remember, she says, uh, "Is this a is that like a permanent job in this town?" She goes, "Apparently, you know, I'm supposed to bring everyone their happy ending." She brought Ingrid her happy ending. Mm. All she wanted was to be in her family. All she wanted was her sister's love again. She she was so destroyed by losing her sister's love by by what she did to Helga by Gerda locking her in the urn. She was just trying to regain that, recapture that. She did it in a very twisted way. And when she gets the scroll, when when Anna gives her the scroll and starts to read it, and she's like, "You're lying! You're lying! You know, my my sister, my, you're like my my sister." She called me a monster, and she said it was wrong of me. I, I, here's what I need you to do: if, if we don't survive and you get this letter, here are the memories. You have to return them to the people of Arendelle. You have to let people know who she was and how much she. We loved her, and you have to free her and tell her I love her. Tell her I'm sorry. She she reconciled with her, and then she's like, "You're just like your mother." She didn't really mean all this, and Anna doesn't. Anna says, "Listen, if mother loved you, if mother knew there was something in you to love, I do too, and I love you unconditionally. You're mm-hmm. my aunt. You're my family. No matter what, family never gives up." And I thought, "Up, oh, Deborah, Deborah, there's your <laughs> Anna." <laughs> Waiting for yeah. say, oh, Hannah means fam. No, no, nobody yeah. gets left nobody behind. Nobody gets left behind or forgotten. And all of a sudden, yes. in that one instant, she touches the memory, and she is reunited with her sisters in the memory. And she, her heart is melted by her sister's love. That's the book. I mean, that's the fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Her uh-huh. heart is melted. Her heart of ice. Cool. And doesn't help that I watched Santa Claus is coming to town with my son last night, and. And the winter warlock, his heart was melted. And oh, Santa Claus 3 with Tim Allen. You know, what's her name? The Lucy. She gives warm hugs and mm-hmm. she melts Jack Frost's heart. Everything is, you know, love is warm and, and can, can change anyone. When she wakes up, when her heart is melted and, and she's reunited with love, she's like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I turned into them. I let all this turn me into a monster. Mm-hmm. I have to undo this. There's only one way to undo it. I have to sacrifice myself. I have to destroy myself. And I'm, I'm in tears. I mean, she's like, Emma, <laughs> you found your family, even if it wasn't without me. And you two sisters, you have your own sister love. And all I ever wanted was to have my sister's love. And now that I have it, I can join them. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> and then the snow falls softly. The curse is broken. And everyone wakes up. And there's laughter. And they're coming down the street together. The three sisters, Elsa, Emma, Anna, they're walking together like like the end of Star Wars or something. You know, where they're, you know, Leah's in, in the middle. And was Emma in the middle? I didn't notice. And the families are all reunited. So there's the happy ending. All these families. The dwarves yeah. are back together. Granny's back together. Henry and Regina are back together. Snow and Charming. And they're like, we were under a curse. Yes, we were. And there's their music there. Their gentle, sweet, romantic music. And they kiss. And there's this big lingering. And we're like, everything is right. It's a happy ending. <laughs> exactly. And that's where Ta-da! you expect the season to end. <laughs> you know, at least, uh, I'm <laughs> yeah, so surprised. Like, uh, why now? It's. I mean, I like it. I really thought they did a great job, especially because this was just a one episode, right? Yeah. And and they wrapped up a lot of all those story threads in a, in a fantastic way. But I was like, okay, so what are we going to do in the in the half season finale? I guess it's just setting up the the new storyline. Yeah. Because yeah. yes. we do have a number of of issues that have not been resolved. Of course, uh, uh, the Marion issue is still there. Uh, we've is got she now Hook. still frozen, or did she now unfreeze because um, Ingrid left or sacrificed herself? So what happens? She should wake up, and she's not going to have a heart. So I, that that's going to be interesting. Hook doesn't have a heart either right now. So what's going to happen to him? And what and what is Mr. Gold going to do? Uh, oh, he is twisted. He has not repented at all. There's no redemption. I mean, I was waiting for Ingrid to be redeemed. I was like, there has to be something. I mean, she's she, she's ultimately looking for for love in all the wrong places, and yeah. and that's been a, a very familiar story arc in Once Upon a Time. It's the motive, the the motivation. People are always, even though they might seem evil, they're ultimately looking for for good uh for to 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 regain something that is good or um no one is just pure evil 
but and then of course the redemption is is in realizing where the the good truly is. It's actually very Catholic in 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 in, the, in theology. There's the same. Thomas Aquinas says the same thing, but with with gold is like he knew all that he had discovered the value of family and he's been forgiven and he's been redeemed and now he's back to his old self is that the dagger doing that to him or i was just about to say that to you that it's got to have something to do with him being uh, linked and confined to this dark magic in the dagger it's almost because like the, the the dragon disease in in the hobbit you know where where once you're in that mountain, you're being corrupted by all the gold. And what about the ring? Yeah, the ring. Similar, similar, um, similar idea. Which, of course, well, gives me the hope that if he truly manages to sever himself from the dagger, he might return to his boring good self. <laughs> one of the things that I wrote in my notes um, when when Hook is talking with gold and and. Um, you know, you were spared because you have no heart in your chest. Now go get, go get my son from wherever his mothers have put him and, and bring him to me. Mm-hmm. Because when the stars align with the stars in this hat, I'm going to cleave myself from this dagger. And Hook's like, villains never win. You know, this isn't going to work. Villains never win. Uh-huh. And, and Hook says something about when, when all this happens, you know, he gets out and he tells them whatever story about how he tried to save everybody. He's going to be the hero. And I wrote, I hope I wrote a, Gold has a warped sense of what a hero is. And we've had this theme this season a lot, you know, with Regina questioning, why am I the villain? Why can't I be the hero? How do I change my fate? How do I become the hero? And she's gotten good advice along the way, and she is changing herself. Whereas, uh, I keep saying Hook, Gold, and Hook has really kind of changed himself from a villain to a hero. But Gold is really struggling with it. He, he's unable to make that, that true reformation, so to speak. And um, when they did the, the preview for next week's episode, and next mm-hmm. week's episode, I noticed, is called Heroes and Villains. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to introduce three other villains into the mix. I'm thinking, wow, this is, this is going to be this new arc is uh, what is a hero? What is a villain? What is a happy ending? They're, they're really going to explore this more, um, the hero-villain self-identity uh, issue. Very exciting. Very, 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 very exciting. Um, and it, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they will manage to keep everyone – in the forefront, uh, we've we've seen um, a number of very familiar characters almost disappear during this first uh, half of the season. Um, then we had, of course, a lot of the, the main characters like Snow and Charming, and they, they've all been playing a, a quite a big role. But again, the the tension has been resolved. So will they disappear again? Is 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 are we going to shift to uh, the new people? I'm I'm constantly amazed by how they juggle so many different characters in this show, and at the same time yeah. they seem to be able to um, to keep everyone pretty close to each other. There's not there there are no events in this season that make it impossible to wrap this up. Uh, you know, in let's say ten episodes, and I think they do that on purpose because, of course, there's always the the, the chance that ABC will you know say this is your last season and you you got to tie everything up, and so that's that's why I feel that that we we never get real big surprises. Um, but I I don't know. Have we have we by the way do we already know if the se- if if we're g- gonna get another season or is it too yeah. early for that? I think it's too early. Yeah. Mm. I'm kind of in, um, curious to uh, to see what Belle will do, because at one at one point she needs to she will find out what what Rumpler's up to, right? Mm-hmm. She cannot he cannot hide that for for forever, and so and also we are kind of missing quite a few uh, fairies, uh, so uh, it's kind of suspicious that she was shoved out of the shop right before the fairies were scooped up by the magic vacuum cleaner. So at one point she's smart. So she needs to put one and one together at one point. So I think, it, I think um, this next episode, I think Inga, hmm. I have a feeling Belle's going to make her discovery that she doesn't have the real dagger, and I think that's what's going to launch us into, you know, the season finale of she'll probably, you know, leave him, mm-hmm. and he'll go berserk and typical rumple. Fashion. Yeah, he might he might go berserk, or it might be a trigger for him to realize that he, what he's truly losing by being evil. Um, oh, 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Might be too well, too soon. <laughs> you know, uh, this during this episode when I when when uh, Regina was her old evil self all again, I was like, oh gosh, I missed that missed that that uh, character so much. So yeah, I oh, hope th- she did too. You could totally see oh, that yeah, the yeah. actress. It's good to be back. <laughs> I've missed. You. Yes. Her whole demeanor changed, and her collar was turned up. Mm-hmm. And uh, but she looks in that mirror, and she's like, "What am I wearing?" And, oh, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. She comes stalking it. I, I loved the way that Emma and Elsa kind of figured out. Well, you know, let's see. Hmm. She said that it took all kinds of of uh, the, the what was she say? Our love, the love in our bracelets can't be broken. Um, you know, we're protected. Love is without equal. Yeah. Well, what's the opposite of love? Hatred. Well, who's got the? It's our best chance. <laughs> they yes. go to get rid of Gina. And, how, and how she? I like... never saw that coming. No, and also the, the Wonder Woman, you know, with the fists uh, in the air, you know, and yes. funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then they run off from her. They don't seal her back in there. They don't, yeah. you know. Of course, she's going after her parents. And oh my gosh! The, but the one-liners. The, the one-liners were so amazing. You know, slip me a poison apple and put me out of my misery. <laughs> Just, yeah. They must have had so much fun. Iceman, stable boy, Swiss miss. I said I was sorry, but I didn't mean it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what I loved as well was the epic sword fight between Emma and Snow. Or between yes! Snow, Snow and the evil queen because, yeah, it was not fair to use magic. And they, of course, uh, Regina doesn't want to start a sword fight with, uh, with Prince Charming, so... Well, it's not between her and Charming. It's always been between her and and, and the mm-hmm. Snow. And like when she throws her back with the magic and Snow looks up, you said no magic. You said you could keep a secret. <laughs> I was 10. <laughs> she was screaming that for a while. She was 10. <laughs> I also love the, the, the actress that played Anna. And who is there trying to kind of keep everything, every everybody calm? It's like trying to reason with people that cannot be reasoned with. But her, just her friendliness, you know, you know, why? You, you guys know each other. I expected more from you. Too. Yes. Oh, I love, and like like Inga, I think it was that said the zippity doo dah line. You, mm-hmm. you still want you still want to skip and sing zippity doo dah together? And I'm saying, oh really? yeah. And at, at, at one point, Prince Charming like, uh, be careful of the stroll. It's it's, it's not under warranty anymore. And Snow White was, you said you bought it new, you know. Lady yes. <laughs> Goose, she's gonna wake. The, now, when she did threaten the baby, and they showed that little baby, every maternal instinct in me just went, oh, yeah. no, uh-huh. don't touch him. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently you're cursed and you still love your son. That you cannot curse that. And and when they when they freed Ingrid, I I was I was waiting for them to laugh. And they all kind of looked at each other. And when they were laughing, it almost looked like the actors laughing, not the characters Mm -hmm. laughing. Almost. Not that they Uh, broke character, just that it it was so fun mm -hmm. to watch them laughing. And um I think that the, all the actors must have had a field day, and uh, also the extras. Remember the scene where they're walking outside, or is it Hook, or mm-hmm. someone is walking through the street, and you almost think that there's been a zombie apocalypse or something. Like everybody is like yeah, <laughs> fighting, on the street and, and, and really, you know, tough. And 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 then the, there's the guy from um, uh, the Wonderland uh, spinoff who's robbing someone from his wallet. And by the way, oh, that, Will Scarlet. And yeah. he goes up to Hook, let's see how tough you are with your girlfriend out here. And he's just like, thunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. like brushes him aside. Well, did you, did you get the, the uh, Sneezy and the dwarves Dopey? fighting? Oh, that was so funny. Oh, speak, I missed it. Speak, speak. speak. <laughs> yeah. And stop sneezing on me. <laughs> you attacked me with a crossbow. <laughs> That's what I, I just, I had so much fun fun laughing with this and it was very satisfying episode Mm -hmm. they really did a great job the actress playing anna Mm -hmm. father he she's she's amazing i'm gonna miss her she had nailed this character yeah oh yeah it's one of the best approximations uh, live approximations of a cartoon character that i've ever seen so so believable so really like as as if she also voiced and played the the uh the animated character yeah she I also, did it. I also both, loved uh, both the Kristoff at one point. Uh, what are you doing selling ice in Arendelle? Yes, it's cold <laughs> there. It's frozen. <laughs> Iceman, stable boy. He he yeah. kind of stayed relatively, you know, friendly. 
Um, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he was tied to what was it a, a, a table or something? But he didn't. Yeah. He was really... handcuffed. Yeah. I, I guess it's and also that, because that... there there wasn't much evil in him to begin with. I mean, no. he's kind of a, a, a bland, friendly, funny guy. So and most of his thing was about her leaving him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not wanting to marry him. Yeah. And when she knocks him out and then she realizes the bot the scroll was in the bottle, she knocks him out and she's like, Wake up. Oh, wait, you're unconscious. <laughs> stay here. Not, not that I expect you to get up or go anywhere because you're unconscious, but stay here. Oh, I'll I'll be back. <laughs> It'll be weird waking up in a snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's take a short let's take a short break here for a moment and we'll uh, continue our discussion and especially our speculation about what's gonna happen next. Uh, but I just wanna sp- Uh, take a few minutes to remind everyone that we are uh, currently in the middle of our our winter campaign to raise the necessary funds to be able to continue this show and all the other shows that we produce over at sqpn.com. We have costs for our servers. We have several Libsyn accounts that we use to store the MP3s that we then can feed to all our podcast listeners. And we've got thousands and thousands of listeners all over the world. Only a very small percentage of those listeners um, have been in, have been able to uh, to support us financially to to pay these bills, and unfortunately, um, we're running out of of, of contributions. Uh, we we uh, our, our costs are are very high uh, compared to uh, the donations that we get, and so um, we're currently kind of halfway uh, through our ca- campaign. And we still need to raise about what is it, Inga, nine or ten thousand dollars, I think, for ten thousand dollars, forty-five percent. Yeah. So, um, if if you like this show, if you want to encourage us, um, and and you can miss something for the tip jar, we would really, really appreciate it if you could help us. Uh, this is for most of us uh, something that we do in our spare time. We sacrifice a lot of time and energy into making these shows and we hope that you enjoy them um and in return we we kindly want to ask you to uh to help us out and uh if everybody pitches in you only need a a a little bit of everyone Um, however keep in mind that not everybody is able to support us so whatever you can miss uh, is extremely welcome and of course is also a huge encouragement because it's it's a way for our listeners also to show that they value what we do literally so um, just go to sqpn.com slash donate and there you will get to a page with um, um, some PayPal information and you can send up a micropayment a lot of our listeners just set up a um, a monthly automatic payment of, of uh, a couple of dollars or whatever you can miss. And in return, we will, of course, promise you that we will continue to bring you these shows. So, uh, again, um, uh, let your heart melt in this <laughs> time of winter. And uh, hopefully you can come to our to our aid. Because, unfortunately, magic is not really working when it comes to paying the bills for our, for our uh, servers. Thanks. And let's go back to uh, Once Upon a Time. Um, so, story threads that have not been resolved. Um, let's, let's first talk a little bit about what we know about the second half of the season, and that is that it's going to be about Cruella de Vil, uh, potentially also about Dalmatians. We get the scene with the claw and the dog. Any hints as to where they're taking this? When? Uh, you know, I have a, a crazy theory. Okay. I, oh, <laughs> I love crazy theories. theories. <laughs> okay, so he's supposed to use the hat to... And the hat has been inscribed with all these villains or all these people who have been trapped in the hat. Mm-hmm. What if he tries to get the, the hat to work to get his sword away from him, but it backfires and it sends... Um, the three characters, the three villains out into the world instead. Oh, I like that. So the the hat would like, be a portal that will introduce us to the new characters, just as the portal at the end of the last season, um, something came through, you know, and it was, was well, Emma. So, and so it's been, a sorting or was it hat? not Emma, but Elsa. Well, sorry. they've been trapped in the hat, remember? They're mm-hmm. trapped. Yeah. yeah. Like, their names are inscribed on the hat, mm-hmm. right? Maleficent, I didn't think, was trapped in the hat. I thought that, well, maybe uh, she's not. I thought that uh, Emma slay her, slew her. What's the slew word? Her. She killed her. <laughs> she, was, she had yeah. the, she had her father's sword, and she went down in the elevator, and she killed her. Uh, that that's what I thought. So when they showed oh. uh, those three villains in the little clip, I was like, ooh, and I liked Cruella. 
But uh, and they've mm-hmm. made Maleficent look a little bit more like the Angelina Jolie character in that terrible, awful, horrible movie. PG yeah. movie. Oh, don't do not take your kids to see that movie. And Which then one? Uh, Ursula. The, uh... And I thought Ursula oh. was good. I didn't think Ursula was a villain. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I'm thinking of the thing. I apologize. They didn't put and, her up to be a villain in in Once Upon a Time. And well, no, we've seen Ursula before. Do you remember? Actually, we've she seen was Ursula. the she was in the Little Mermaid episode. But I and didn't it know. was Regina. Regina was Ursula. At some she point, she was impersonating Ursula, and then well, later right. at the very very end. Ursula uh, turns up and tells Regina, don't you ever try to impersonate me again. Oh, oh yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. For some reason, my brain wasn't registering the Ursula in Once Upon a Time with villain. Don't ask me why. So, oh, she was, never mind. apparently she was a terrible villain and they alluded to that in, um, now, in Once Upon a Time. If I Ursa- just had a brain moment, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to share the brain moment, or did you? No, already... I mean that oh. I, I had a like a like, like a brain like freeze, a blank, like yes, <laughs> freeze. It just it blanked. It just totally. I'm wrong. I was there, wondering I if <laughs> if Ursula is going to be I'm back. Wrong, you're does it right. does it also mean that we will see um, the mermaid again? Because uh, you know that's kind of her her villain, right? Mm. Right. I mean, your favorite is, father is with Prince Eric on a far and remote beach. Out of reach of the of Storybrook. Um, Christoph was sent back, right? No, I, I mean or, uh, no. Eric. Oh, Eric. And, and Little Mermaid. They weren't they um, on a, on a, in in an inhabited island. So I thought I she, yeah, I thought she remember. went off into the ocean. She could traverse by the ocean. We had some sort of a portal, and she could go back and forth. Hmm. It seems to be a lot of. Um, villainry to bring back for for a second season. I mean, Cruella and Ursula and Maleficent, the queens no, of darkness. Well, well, that's why I think that it has something to do with the hat. Yeah, I because, think that's a know, really why, good theory. How could you get all three villains and, and such different villains? Mike in the chat room says it's almost like Superman 2, where the villains are escaping from the mirror. You know, they've been in this zone, imprisoned, and then... Zod is returning, you know, with the other two, <laughs> and they're wreaking That's havoc awesome. on the city. How cool would it be if 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 uh, if these three are going to try to destroy Storybrook? And who's going to play Superman then? It's going to be Funny. Henry Hook, <laughs> Hook, <laughs> Super Hook. You'll have to transfer. But that's not a Marvel. Archie. <laughs> that's not a Marvel character, so we. Yeah, can't. you're right. No, there, you know, no, no Superman. It'll Superman, be uh, there will be, be the, the Avengers, the magical Avengers. <laughs> It'll be uh, Big Hero Six. <laughs> hmm. I haven't seen that movie yet. Uh, it's, it hasn't. <gasps> oh, pro- okay. But yeah, is it is the Queens of Darkness? Is that is that uh, uh, alluding to the dark magic of the of the dagger that that the dagger does something maybe also? Well, perhaps the dagger is is attracting them or or extracting them from the from the hat. I don't know. And what about oh, the um oh. the the magician? And oh, the sorcerer's apprentice. Yeah, or the sorcerer. The sorcerer himself. Hmm. I always yeah, I always work on the um, the assumption that the sorcerer's apprentice is in in reality the sorcerer, but just pretend uh, uh, pretends he's he's just the the servant. So where where have you seen that before? I don't know. It's, it's also uh, in, in a lot of um, like in in Star Wars that the the, the queen Amidala is always is, is, but is that the, and her servants? Oh, so it's she, like pretending to be the handmaiden. Yeah, hmm, perhaps. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Well, no, I'm, I'm if, if, if we'll I'll go here. I don't know. I don't really think this is a spoiler. But if you go to IMDb and you look at who the full cast is for this next episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the usual ones are there, you know, um, Snow White, Emma, Regina, H- uh, Charming, Belle, Hook, uh, Henry, Will Scarlet, and, and Mr. Gold. But then they list uh, Marion, Robin Hood, and Roland. So clearly we're going to get resolution there. Well, that Hopefully. Needs, that needs to happen, yes. Anna, Elsa, and Kristoff, and we know we're going to have to send them home. Um, and then you've got Granny, mm. which means she's got speaking, role, speaking lines. Mm-hmm. Granny... Oh. And then the three, Ursula, Cruella, and Maleficent. So um, I just, I can't, I, I think you're right. It's going to have something to do, Hook, is, I mean, uh, not Hook, Gold is going to do something with the hat, but I'm just not convinced that Maleficent's going to come out of the hat. 
maybe maybe if they send Anna and Elsa, if they're going to have to send them back through a portal, somebody's going to have to wield magic to send them back. Maybe mm-hmm. they unexpectedly, there's like a counter curse or, or gold is doing something at the same time and it accidentally draws these villains out. Wasn't wasn't there something with Ursula? No, with um, Maleficent in a mirror. Oh, well, Maleficent oh. has to do with the Wonderland episode. I mean, there's I, a big I connection a... between Will Scarlet. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Um, I have. It just occurred to me that we haven't. One of the loose ends for me that hasn't been tied up is that Henry's still being the Sorcerer's Apprentice in Gold Shop. What if he's the one that releases the villains? From the hat. Oh, oh I, I like, like that. that. I like that too. He tries to help, and then instead, all hell breaks loose. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So don't touch it. So you touch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. First time kids meddle with something. Hmm. And of course, Henry has a kind of a desire to be magical as well, because he's kind of well, he was moping around that he was just ordinary uh, earlier in the season. So that makes him a really good sorcerer's apprentice who who is is still learning but doesn't know how to yield the power. So that would exactly be Mickey in um, in Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And yeah, and if he releases the villains from the hat or releases the villains from somewhere else, then then we kind of have a. What yeah. if what if Henry is trying to summon the villains, thinking that that way he can stop Gold from doing whatever evil he wants to do? And it's like, okay, I need to conjure because everybody is good now, right? There are no true villains in in Storybrooke anymore who can who can stand up to um, to uh, to Gold. So I would argue Gold is still balanced on the villain side of the line. Yeah. Where you know Hook is trying desperately to stay on the the good side, and Regina desperately is learning how to cross the line to the good side. She's really struggling with making her choices, but sh- sh- her heart appears to be in the right place. Mm-hmm. So no, but what if I mean, we, for, we for, do for have whatever to bring reason in bad people to keep the conflict? If if for for whatever reason the good people cannot really do anything against uh, against gold, and then. Uh, or, or perhaps I don't know. It could be simpler than that. Henry is just trying to conjure up anyone from from the hat uh, who can face uh, gold, and then poof, you've got these three villains. I don't know. Might be a little bit too simplistic. It, I know. Well, that, and I'm like, would they really go there? But you know, it's, it's kind of fun to think about that. Like, what if it's Henry who, you know, because he is, you know, the son of the savior. Yeah. And so he, he might have her natural ability. And he just doesn't know it yet. Or perhaps his his ability, his true magical ability, is that he can he can rewrite the pages of the book. <laughs> so it would be almost a oh. meta meta power. You know, he right. he's not Harry Potter. He's J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, what? you know there there is one thing about that hat, and that we do know that they've they've he's sucked in the apprentice. And then we've seen him suck in the blue fairies, all the fairies. Yes. You're going to have to get the fairies out. They need to get back. Yes. So something's going to come out of the hat. Storybrooke can't, and can't be without right. a monastery. Maybe it's the villains. Maybe there's backstory mm-hmm. in, in Gold's history of getting all those villains and sucking them in. I remember in the beginning when, of, the, of the show when he was trying to get the wands. He needed all those fancy wands. And he didn't um, have the hat then. He was still collecting magic and magical instruments. But now he has this hat. It's just been like, I don't know, a whole – everything that was potentially good about him is gone. And it's reinforced the darkness that, that has him trapped to this dagger. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the dagger. The dagger first, had, uh, he, he, he uh, desired his power. And now he's like, oh, but this is more powerful than a dagger. So, um, so he kind of got used to the dagger and, and knew how to – yeah, be good despite being tied to the decker. Now there's the hat, which is ma- ten, ten times of gazillion times as magical as the dagger. And now, now he he succumbs to the darkness again. Th- that kind, in that way. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm eating to be entertained. <laughs> and I like it when they can't keep when they keep us guessing. When we can't, it's not predictably predictable. Uh, I don't I don't like predictable shows. No, me like, neither. Like, I was so glad this episode was fun and, and lighthearted and did not have 
serious lingering, you know, nothing that they said was anything new, except maybe Snow saying she didn't really mean when she, when she said she was yes. sorry for killing. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean oh, it. And, and they didn't pull any punches, though. I mean, they, they had the whole, I can't believe I had a child with you. Yeah. And he's like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, that, I... Wasn't that like Virginia Woolf with wasn't with with um with whale, wasn't it whale? Some, some what, what did he say? Something like that. He said it yeah, could be whales. whales. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Whale's child. Yeah, I see a fraud and a shepherd, and well, I see a spoiled princess who always runs away. I can't believe I ever had a child with you. Are you sure? Could have been whales. And we're like, oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then they still like each other afterwards. It's kind of magic. Yeah, true love <laughs> conquers everything. Um, let's move over to uh, the promo we've already touched upon it um, and then speculate a little bit about how they're going to make the transition to the second half of the season after the winter break next Sunday prepare yourself for the chilling winter finale I'm about to get everything I desire as one great story comes to an end it's time another begins welcome the queens of darkness we will be the victors next Sunday Prepare yourself for the chilling winter finale. I'm about to get out Okay, of and then it repeats. One but, great story comes oh my gosh, this looks awesome. And there is a portal. There is a blue door um, that is in the middle of a room, and they step through it. So that's that's how they get everybody back to uh, uh, Arendelle. Um, and it looks like one of those doors that we saw in the circular room. In, was it the first yeah. season? Yeah, wasn't it also the door that Ingrid stepped out of to our world? Perhaps. Yeah, it could be. Isn't that, isn't that with, with it also has this this Nordic paintings? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's 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 like could be. Uh, it's a, it's a blue. It's also a door in in a room because of the 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 kind of the theme of the doors is like Arendelle. I I heard three things that really just stood out to me. The mm-hmm. first one was Gold saying, "Everything I desire, not deserve, but de- or want de- desire." Mm-hmm. And then they said, "The queens of darkness." Yeah. And then they said, we will be the victors. Yes. So that that was kind of interesting. I kind of... Queens of darkness. Those queens of darkness, they, they need another queen to be back and face them. <laughs> I want, now that I've gotten a taste of, of dark Regina again, I, I want that character back. Because <laughs> uh, really, she, she's, she's been just in this kind of... Um, uh, almost purgatorial state in this season, uh, like in love with with Robin Hood and you know trying to be good, and only only this week we've we've seen a little bit of her old self, and it was glorious. Yeah, I missed I missed that really. I hope uh, I don't want I want to uh, to upset the shippers, but I really hope that that something happens and she refers to her old self because she's more fun to watch that way. Definitely. And I kind of still think that that that, that um, you know Robin Hood should go back to Marion and just live long and prosper and happily ever after <laughs> with their child. <laughs> um, but uh, and and then I was a bit puzzled by the dog um, Pongo. By the way, of course, one of the one of the main dogs in the original uh, 101 Dalmatians uh, book and then animated movie. Uh, how how I still don't understand the dog and and how Cruella and and all these other two characters are you know how they're being brought in. Um, is there? Oh, do you want Yeah. Do you do you want me to talk about One Hundred and One Dalmatians? Do yes. we need a little refresher? Or? You, you, you okay, guess you like, guess my my memory. <laughs> you you uh, no you you read my mind. It's <laughs> okay because yeah okay and I I preface this with the last time I saw One Hundred and One Dalmatians was probably twenty years ago, mm-hmm. but <laughs> um so um Henry or Henry Roger Miller is the and in the storybook version he's going you know he's the um, Doc Hopper right. Uh-huh. So he's the one. He's the owner of, of Pongo. So we had also theorized. Oh, I don't know what season it was in. We saw female um, Dalmatian, Did which we? we thought was Perdo. Oh, what was that? I don't. I don't. And I didn't I can, remember that we saw another uh, Dalmatian. I, I we haven't. We we talked about the fact that if they bring back Cruella, will they bring back? Will they go with this one hundred one Dalmatian episode theme? 
Will they bring in a woman? Uh, and we and we couldn't remember the woman's name, but then uh, the dog would be Perdita. Oh, cool. Perdita, yes. Mm. And so Perdita and what happens though is that they have a litter of fifteen puppies. Yeah. But then they they um, through Cruella Deville, she'd been going and buying all these Dalmo- Dalmatians, so they steal a hundred and one Dalmatians mm-hmm. basically. From from a uh, rescue, I shouldn't say. They're gonna make a coat. It's puppies, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She was gonna make a Dalmatian coat. Yes. And, Dogs and can she fur. She knew coat. Cruella because she went to college or school. I think they just said school together. Yeah. Yep. And I have not seen the live action one that was action. the remake with um, Meryl. Was Glenn Meryl Close. Glenn Close. No, sorry. Glenn Close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not seen that. I haven't one. either. <laughs> I haven't either, and I haven't seen 102 Dalmatians either. So I guess I'm. That movie is not one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. The Hundred and One Dalmatians is old, though. I mean, it. I want to say it goes back to like sixty or sixty-one. Yeah, sixty-one. Yeah, sixty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's really old. So. I'm trying to remember, Anita, wasn't it Anita? Yes, Roger yeah. and Anita. Yep. So okay. what happens in in the plot of a one or one hundred and one Dalmatians that could apply to the world of Once Upon a Time or Storybrooke? Uh, well, she's collecting I, something. Could she oh, be collecting well. something? Possibly. I think they're just going to use her as evil. You've got a name that means devil. Mm-hmm. Cruella Devil Deville. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's and then just Maleficent. A Maleficent is about the most evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, character in, in. I mean, think about the original Sleeping Beauty. Not the one where they try to make her the, the hero, the feminist hero, but the the original cartoon where Maleficent means, you know, mal, I mean, bad, evil, deep, dark. And then uh, Ursula, I'm like, well, again, if we go back to those those original Disney cartoons, we've got some really excellent talent to choose from. <laughs> I... I just keep thinking of, of, of uh, is this next season going to be about dogs or is Cruella just, we need another you know female villain, let's call her Cruella, and that's it. I, I, saw, I noticed the hair with the, the white streak in it, which of course is very much like uh, the original but, character. But the, the thing about Cruella is she had no magical power. No, in, she's just evil. So she's just evil. And powerful. Right. Yeah. But she yeah. doesn't really, well, and powerful I mean... And- prestige but not powerful yeah. in any other way so and the other two of course have power so could it be that cruella hired these other two you know villains to help her accomplish something is she is she looking for for something in storybrook could that be the the way they introduce her Puppies. yeah <laughs> or perhaps pongo was hers for 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 whatever reason could she could she be Maybe. related to um to uh, uh what's his name are uh, to uh, uh, Jiminy Cricket. Um, I forgot his real name in Storybrooke. Uh, Doctor Hopper. Hopper. Uh, Hopper. Doctor Archie. Yes. Archie. Could, Archie. Could 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 she be one of the you know an aunt or a former patient of Hopper? I mean, there's so many ways could in which well bring, um, bring her. You back. know, there could be something with. This is really reaching, and you know, you know, you can send me emails about how reaching I am today. <laughs> That's what uh, the show is about. Be, um, on their collar, maybe they have a portal or a key or a, you know, a remember all. I don't know. Something <laughs> to do with the dog. And maybe that's what they're looking for. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> the, so the finale is going to be two episodes. Is that going to be the same uh, one evening or is it going to be spread out over two weeks? I'm I think bit... it's just this Sunday, isn't it? I don't, yeah, I I don't think so. it's two episodes. I don't think it's two hours, is it? Oh, no, really? I hadn't heard that. I heard. Oh, okay. I think this this is the extra episode because they 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 um, ABC ordered an extra episode for this season. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, at at least it looks like it that what we seen last Sunday was intended to be the fin- finale, and then they ordered an extra episode. So this is kind of tacked on. Hmm. Could be. So the description of heroes and villains is. Um, in the aftermath of the spell of Shattered Sight, the townspeople try to reorganize their lives, and Regina faces a difficult decision. Well, that's, of course, oh, has, has, has to, to do Marian with... Back her heart. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Has to do with uh, Robin Hood. Meanwhile, Ooh, Gold executes it. his plan to leave Storybrooke with Belle and Henry. He executes it. 
So they're out of there. In the past, Bell receives an unexpected visitor. Hmm. So so Bell is definitely also going to be a main character, and she she's she's going to realize what's going on. So that means if Gold is gone with Bell and Henry, that that gives enough of a, a, a that that's kind of a quest giving moment. Then we know that the second half is going to be about finding Gold and finding Bell and Henry. And in this episode, he said that they were going to wake up in New York City and not remember anything. Oh. So are we going to have uh, scenes in New York City? Hmm. Interested. Uh well that will have to wait as I said to until our discussion of the of the half season finale. Um for now let me wrap up by asking um the familiar question again where can people find you on the internet Deborah? Um my podcast that I occasionally do is ipilgrimpodcast.com. You can also follow me on Facebook um Deborah Jane Jabin and you can also if you want Look me up by my handle. It's Diz, D-I-S-L-P-38. Shelly. Well, Lisa and I keep a blog over at uh, www.soundmindandspirit.com. We also keep a Facebook page with the same. Excellent. And Inga? Oh, I'm all over SQPN. I'm uh, posting and uh, yeah, getting all other shows in line. So you can go over to sqpn.com to see all the stuff we do at SQPN. The fact that you're actually currently listening to this episode is thanks to the handiwork of Inge, who always does the post-production on this show. So thank you for that. And thank you for listening. I'm also all over SQPN and all over the web. Just Google my name and you'll probably, if if it's a priest and it's geeky, then it's probably me. All right, that wraps it up for today. And hopefully for the season's finale finale discussion, we can have the full team together and uh, wrap things up nicely for the winter stop. And uh, then, of course, uh, we will be back very soon. So thanks for listening. Take care and see you soon. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.